Good morning. The city of Cape Town says it hopes to use video footage to arrest a man who attempted to satellite a My City bus in Salt River last night. The city's Mako member for transport, Brett Heron, says a passenger satellite one of the seats and then fled. A strike by a group of My City bus drivers affiliated to Satau continues for a third day. Some employees of Trans Peninsula Investments are demanding better, better working conditions and an end to alleged unfair dismissals. The workers also want their employer to recognize their union. Heron says most routes, including Salt River, are operating as normal, with only the inner city feeder routes at a reduced capacity. A passenger who was on the bus poured petrol on one of the seats before we got out, but the fire was extinguished. The passenger has not been arrested, um, but we are hoping that we will be able to extract the onboard video footage to identify the passenger, and the matter will be handled by the South African police. The driver is the person who put the fire out, in the process, he sustained a slight injury to his hand. Minister in the Presidency, Jeff Khatebe, says it's not clear at this stage how much it has cost the government to repatriate the mortal remains of all the South Africans who died in a church tragedy in Nigeria. Eleven remaining bodies of people from South Africa who died in the Nigerian church collapse last year have come home. The bodies of 74 others were repatriated last year. They were killed when a church building belonging to Nigerian preacher T.B. Joshua collapsed in Lagos, killing a total of 116 people. Khatebe told reporters at the Vartkloof Air Force Base in Pretoria this morning that relevant officials will compile a complete report on the costs. President Jacob Zuma has named advocate Nazir Kasim to chair an inquiry to determine the fitness of Mkulis Nwasana to hold office as National Director of Public Prosecutions. President Zuma announced his decision to institute the inquiry in July after reports emerged that Nwasana had apparently not been given a security clearance because of past brushes with the law. Presidential spokesperson Mac Maharaj says the terms of inquiry will be published today. President Zuma has appointed advocate Nazir Kasim as the chairperson of the inquiry, advocate Lindy Nkosi Thomas and advocate Nstembiso Nzalda have been appointed as additional members. The terms of reference will be published in the government's gazette. And finally, diplomatic efforts to end the conflict in eastern Ukraine are now intensifying after the French president and German chancellor put forward new proposals in Kiev. No details have been released about the plans, which they will discuss with the Russian president today. The BBC's Sarah Rainsford. Western sanctions haven't changed Moscow's course, but they are squeezing the economy and surely feature in calculations. It's now clear that allowing the rebels to push on and seize more ground would bring even higher costs, perhaps push the United States into arming Ukraine, in effect launching a proxy war. Most commentators here don't believe that's what President Putin wants, but neither can he abandon the pro-Russian rebels in eastern Ukraine and lose face at home. Two peace proposals in two weeks suggest that Mr. Putin is looking for some kind of compromise. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matiela.